0: Okay, so sorry for the delay. Th- we're starting the Truth to Power Show on ready for Brooklyn. I'm your host, Vijay Nathan, And with us today is Simone Johnson. Simone is an interdisciplinary artist. Um, she is a teaching artist in New York City. She makes work about and with water. Welcome, Simone.
1: Thank you. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Thank you, thank you. So... Um, yeah, why don't we start the conversation off a little bit about uh, your art? Tell us a little bit about what you do with your art and how it's about water.
1: Yeah, I, I, when I introduce myself, I mostly say I'm an interdisciplinary artist, and that I mostly make work about water because I think it was last year or in 2019, I officially decided that that one I would make work about water for the rest of my life and then that 70% of my art practice would be dedicated to water. I forgot when I decided that, um, but yeah, I just, I, I feel really connected to water and I feel like it's a rich, a rich topic, rich element to explore. Um, I literally just feel like ideas left and right and it's really exciting. And there's other people who who make work about water also um, in the city and even even throughout the world. So it's cool to just see how people connect with water.
0: And um,
1: yeah, I think that's 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 mostly it.
0: Does it have a symbolic meaning for you, or is there something? Can you explore a little bit more, like how it makes you feel, or how? Like also, if you can show me a visual art, maybe I can uh now we can maybe now through it for the audience yeah
1: yeah Oh, well, i'm i'm working on a few water projects i think covid really probably stopped everyone but last year i was trying to figure out a way to to continue this project i'm doing called the oceans are changing which is about and i started it in 2019 which is about the oceans and climate change and how climate change is impacting the ocean and ocean-based climate solutions. And it's, it's a part of this larger um, practice within my practice called oceanic wondering, ways of knowing, and um, like, how can the ocean be a way of knowing? And the first iteration I did of that was called ocean radio. And um, the second iteration, which happened during last year, was called deep sea time warp. And it was just like, how do you make art during COVID? And so later in the year, um, like in November, I did a photo shoot with one of my friends. She's a photographer, her name's Alyssa Rapp. And we went to Far Rockaway Beach and we took some photos um, where it was just supposed to be commenting on like the time warp of 2020. And, and the oceans are changing, specifically focuses on the abyss. And I don't want to say too much because I feel like I took the photos and I want the viewer to kind of interpret for themselves.
0: Yeah. Um, good, but, good, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I, I feel like I'm I'm exploring different things. Like with Deep Sea Time Warp 2020, it's about the abyss. It's about the time warp. Um, it's also about like um blue new deals because the green new deal um i I don't think initially included what's going on with the ocean and so there's all these blue new deals to include the ocean and climate in responding to climate change and also that the ocean offers so many solutions for climate change um and i was i was going to say something else but yeah i I think that's, oh, and that, um, and then also exploring like science communication because while I'm researching all this information and data for climate change and like all of this different stuff, it's just like, it's it can be a lot to wade through. And then at some point I found conflicting information. So it's like, hmm, I need to talk to scientists, like science communicators, because I feel like that's a real barrier Um, for people who aren't scientists or aren't into science or, you know,
0: like, to understand what's going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's good to uh, explore topics that might be... You know, that some of these topics are very, like, esoteric in the sense of, like, they require a lot of of knowledge in science, but it's good to, like, explore it because then people will be inspired to investigate for themselves, you know, these Mm -hmm. topics and, and find out more information. So you know, like, it'll inspire them. And the ocean, we all have direct contact with the water. We all have direct contact with. But understanding, like, the the um, kind of climate change and all that is something that requires a little bit more skill. But, you know, at the same time, we can all advocate for it, and we can all kind of advocate for, you know, taking care of our oceans and all that kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, that one, that, one, that project's a little, um, has a lot, it but I think maybe maybe to go back to your question about what water means for me I do see water spiritually I do see water as like an ancestor I do see water as like an origin point for myself or yeah. for, for other people I, I actually the first piece I made about water I was researching where water has come from and I'm not gonna get all of the research right because that was like in 2018 but but um, <laughs> well, actually, I'll, I'll what I'll do is I'll ask whoever's listening to research where does water come from? Like, where yeah. where did water come from?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I've read know. somewhere about like outer space. It basically <laughs> came from like other planets, and that you know origin was is unknown from this planet, and that possibly it is uh, something that was gifted to us from some other source. You know, <laughs> some deeper in the universe. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's good for people to investigate, though. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then also we talked a little bit about um, kind of your art practice in general and your, your uh, being passionate about home was one of the things you're most passionate about. So why don't we talk a little bit about how what home means to you? Um, actually, yeah,
1: I think a lot about home. It's just like a major theme in my life. Um, I think it's because I've moved a lot I've ever since I was a kid it's been constant moving In my adult life it's been constant moving and I think home is sacred um I have all these dreams about like what kind of home I want it's like a huge thing in my life I think one challenge is that um, which I was reading about yesterday i I tend to struggle with Cross currents, which is like, I want one thing, but I want another, and then they they're crossing each other, so I can never get to what I want because there's this other thing that I want. But um, yeah, home is just really a sacred place, and um, I, I just think about it a lot.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, yeah, and also you're talking a little bit about. What do you consider an essential truth that you believe is undervalued by society? So one of the questions has to do with kind of like how it's similar to the home question because it's like has to do with how we and some of what you were saying or building off what you're saying about how our identity, you know, we have a lot of questions about identity and about what we want, what we're going for, what we're aiming for in our experience of that. So if you talk a little bit about kind of how you experience yourself and what we go, be, this might be a good lead in to our activity, um, which will be in a few minutes. And then we can kind of talk a little bit about that. How do you experience yourself? Cause um, yeah, go ahead.
1: That's so, that's such an interesting question. I think, I think to be honest, I have to pull in Instagram and social media. Cause <laughs> I feel like social media probably sh- shows or gives off like this this kind of shows me in a different way
0: yeah
1: um (laughs) and i feel like i have to kind of let people know that yeah i'm i i don't know what i think the way that instagram works is that it 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 kind of Messes with people's perceptions about who people are because, like, you only see the good things that, that are happening in people's life, or you only see what they're doing. And I tend to like doing. i like tend to like doing a lot. That's just my personality. I think that's just my energy flow. I'm just like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this because I I love learning. So for a lot of people, that either comes off as like, wow, I'm doing a lot. i I'm really extra. For other people, I don't know, I don't know what it comes off as, but for me, how I experience myself is like, I just like learning and and doing stuff and like following my curiosity. And sometimes when I'm organizing something or dreaming up something, it's just because I'm really interested in it. (laughs) It has, and somehow it, it somehow, um. I don't know how that translates to the outer world but I literally when I walk through my life I'm like hmm this would be cool or this would be exciting to do I think I think that's also big big thing that I think about is or I I know that I I personally need to work on balance I just think it's like working with your own energy flow I know that about myself that I, I have to um, balance. <laughs> balance And and yeah, I, I mean, I consider myself a non binary person. I, I describe myself as a spirit. Uh, lately, I've been getting more comfortable telling people that um, because that's how I understand myself and how I understand other people.
0: Good, good. Uh, yeah. It's good to be empowered and, and empower your sense of self and be true to authentic to that and kind of realize that we're all a continual flow. We're all kind of changing like water. We're all kind of changing mm-hmm. ourselves and, and being becoming, we're in the process of becoming perhaps I would say, I don't know if you agree with that, but uh, yeah. we're in the process of becoming.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, although we are, you know we already are, but at the same at the same time we're in the process of kind of evolving, if you will, and that's kind of how I interpret it or how I kind of view it. Um, you know, because also in Buddhism we have the term of not self or no self, which is kind of a refutation of the idea that there's a solid, there's a solid um, unchanging self underneath it all, and the idea that there's no self means that you know that we're constantly in, like a river, we're constantly changing. We're constantly in the process of you know, there's impermanence in at our, ourself, and there's no actual thing. It's all dependent upon our perception of ourselves and and kind of how we see ourselves moment to moment. Yeah. What do you oh, think
1: I, of that? I love that. Yeah. I I love that. I I feel I feel similarly. This might be a little <laughs> this might be a little woo woo, but um, I do believe I believe in God. Mm. I was raised christian but i think because of art my my beliefs i have widened or you know art has really opened up my my beliefs but i do believe in god and i do and the way that i see god is that i see see god as like a the greater expression and i see other i see people as an expression of, of god and um and that it's possible for you in your in this life to, to express yourself in all different kind of ways and it's really cool actually to to know that you can express yourself in different ways and um I think that's just such a beautiful thing. I just think that's so like to express yourself, to be an expression, it's just beautiful and gorgeous and and um or, you know, if you ever believed in a, in reincarnation you'd be another expression in another life and then another expression in another life, but you're still coming from you're still an expression of God and I met someone I was talking to someone yesterday who basically said the same thing mm-hmm. and I lit up because it's like I never run in I never run into people where like this like having conversations like this. I feel like more and more they're coming my way, but I hardly have any
0: conversations were like this yeah thank you thank you so i have a few questions that we can go through as well as an activity that we're going to be doing i just want to remind people this is the truth to power show in radio brooklyn we're talking to visual artist simone johnson and we're talking about um the different influences also by identity so that with identity uh and kind of how we identify it might be good exercise to do the uh do this exercise. So I'll give some brief instruction and brief introduction and then we'll jump into it. Um, Basically, I'm going to be asking the question, who are you? And you'll answer authentically in the moment uh, as you feel whatever feelings are coming up in very short, succinct way. And then I'll say yes or thank you and not just that. And then, uh, then I'll say again, who are you? And then you respond again in the moment, you know, authentically, very short response. And then uh, not overthinking it. And then we'll go for 15 minutes with this kind of inquiry. Um, and then uh, we'll take it. We'll take like a decompression time to like request to, to like to talk about how you felt. And um, what do you call it? Like what, what feelings are coming up and also like um, what your impressions were of the exercise. Okay
1: okay
0: all right cool cool so let's settle in let's kind of uh take a moment to be with our breath for a moment and then uh kind of clear our minds and then let's go okay so take a moment yeah Who
1: are you? I am Simone.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And not just that. Who are you? Uh,
1: I would say I'm the sky.
0: The sky. Yes. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. But not just that. Who are you?
1: I would also say the sun, because I the love sun. the sun. Yeah, no, just, you just the say sun. the sun.
0: Just say the sun. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you. And not just that. And remember to be present in each moment, just saying the answer, okay? And not just that. Who are you? I am... I am... It's so hard for me. No, I think no it's very. I, I, answer any way that's authentic. Yeah. I
1: am. Um, I think I'll say my name means one who hears.
0: One who hears. Thank you. Thank you. And not just that. Who are you?
1: I am Minnie.
0: Minnie, yeah. Good, good. Thank you, thank you, and not just that, um, who are you? Don't prepare for what I'm I'm water. <laughs> I'm water, good, good. Thank you, thank you, and don't prepare, try to be authentic in the moment, okay? So, who are you? Um, um,
1: I am, I yeah. am.
0: Yeah, good, good. Thank you, thank you. And not just that, who are you? I'm Venus. Venus, yeah, yeah.
1: Morning and the evening star.
0: Venus, morning and the evening star, thank you. Venus, the
1: morning and the evening star.
0: Thank you, thank you. And not just that, Who are you?
1: I'm a traveler.
0: Excellent, excellent. Thank you, thank you. And not just that. Who are you?
1: I am music. I am sound.
0: Thank you, thank you. That's very good. Thank you. And not just that. Who are you?
1: I am I am I guess I, I am a spirit and
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you. And yet not just that. Who are you?
1: I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a kid. <laughs>
0: Yay. <laughs> thank you. And yet not just that. Who are you? Um,
1: I don't know, a a grandmother.
0: You can say, I don't know, you can say, I don't know. Yeah, that's good. So let's continue, yeah. Who are you? Well, I
1: was gonna
0: say a grandmother. A grandmother, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Um, and not just that, who are you? I am a spider. Spider, thank you, thank you. And not just that, who are you? Yeah, I'm,
1: the, I'm the sky. I
0: sky say that yeah. again. Good, good. And not just that, I'm who a writer. Are you? Yeah, who are you? A writer? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it a moment, give it a moment. Breathe into it, okay? Give it a moment. <laughs> Let me answer the question. Let me ask the question. Okay. Um, not just that. Who are you? I'm.
1: <laughs> this is weird. I'm a strawberry. <laughs> I'm
0: a strawberry. Good. Good. No judgments. No judgments. And yet, not just that. Who are you? I'm a you? dancer. Oh, dancer. sorry. It must, wait, be, wait, it oh, must be. a lag. Yeah. Oh, wait. I don't know. Maybe there's a lag. Maybe there's a lag. Yeah. yeah. Who are you?
1: I am a dancer.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you. And not just that. Who are you? And take your time. You can breathe into it. <laughs> <coughs> I, I
1: am. I am. Uh, maybe I am
0: a... how to you experience yourself right now yeah
1: <laughs> that's so interesting I am um,
0: I am here thank you thank you and yet not just that who are you
1: I am mountains
0: thank you thank you And yet, not just that, who are you?
1: I am a a field of flowers. I love flowers. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And yet, not just that, who are you? I
1: am beauty.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And not just that. Who are you?
1: Hmm. I think I am a
0: feeling feeling yeah, thank you, thank you. And yet not just that. Who are you?
1: I am I am an artist?
0: Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. And not just that. Who are you?
1: I am I am a singer, a jazz singer.
0: Thank you, thank you. And yet not just that. Who are you? I
1: am an explorer
0: thank you thank you and yet not just that who are you
1: i am an inventor
0: thank you thank you and yet not just that who are you
1: <laughs> i'm i come i come from god
0: <laughs> yes yes thank you thank you <laughs> And yet, not just hold that. Hold it. Who are you? <laughs> I'm
1: trying to hold that back. Um, I am. I am colors.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And yet, not just that. Who are you? Mm. I am. I am a, a spiral. Yes. Yes. And yet. Not just that. Who are you?
1: I am. um, I was gonna say, but not a whale.
0: But not a whale, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I I was, I, I
1: was going to say I am a whale but then I was like of not course I would say
0: that but not a whale yeah that's good I like that <laughs> thank you thank you um, but, not, but not just that who are you I just
1: I'm, I'm just like sunlight like warmth and sunlight
0: thank you thank you mm-hmm. and yet not just that who are you
1: I'm quiet.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yet, not just that. Who are you? I'm
1: definitely darkness.
0: Thank you, thank you. Darkness. Yes, yes. Thank you. And not just that. Who are you?
1: <laughs> this is going to. Sound- weird I am I am the angel
0: of death good good thank you thank you so we'll end with that I think one now all right thank you thank you thanks so much for this exercise and then tell me a little bit about your process and what what came up for you or whatever
1: well I was I I was surprised I was surprised I knew some came right away yeah but as you kept asking, I was, I was. There's sometimes I was like, some things I wanted to say I didn't want to say because
0: yeah.
1: sometimes for, I feel for, like if I share too much about myself, it'll yeah. be like weird.
0: Nah. <laughs> and, yeah. Also, this is being recorded. My... Yeah, it's being recorded. It'll be forever haunting you. <laughs> now, it's <I'm just> kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember that one time?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's good. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for participating. I actually did. I know if you wanna um, talk a little bit more about. Uh, also, you talked a little bit about some of the experiences that you've had, and, and and just we can just delve a little bit more deeper into this exercise, into like how you experience yourself differently as a flow, as a river, as water. Um, kind of, that's really the purpose of it: is to really experience the, the, uh, the fluidity of our consciousness and the fluidity of our of our experiences you know so um, let's see let's see Uh, so speaking about individual truths and such and how we process them um, like yeah tell me a little more about that About how you experience your truth your what is an essential truth that you you hold that you feel people don't like um, you know that people maybe people challenge you on you talked a little bit about feeling how other people think about you or how other people perceive you. So what is something that a truth that you feel that other people sometimes challenge you on? Um,
1: I think that's what's coming up in my life lately because I, I think, I think maybe it, I wouldn't say that I've been like, Challenge outright but i do think that if i were to express my views in certain spaces that i would get like chewed out um but yeah i think the universal truth kind of going back to what i was saying earlier and i think some people some of my friends know this is that um yeah i just feel like i see myself as a spirit and i see other people as a spirit and Maybe that's really subjective, you know. God only knows because we all have different beliefs. Yeah. Um, but I think a universal truth is that we all are spirits. There's something more to human beings than our social identities. Mm. And in my experience, living almost thirty years, I've constantly, I've constantly been told who I am and how to relate to people based on social our social identities. There's been nothing about, no, nothing about this is another human being and it'd be a stretch to say this is another person who has a, a spirit. There's been none of that. Mm. So I think if I were to go in certain spaces, especially social justice spaces that are about like, liberatory futures um, and healing, I think one of the things that we could acknowledge is that we're all human beings yeah some people don't want to hear that because of 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 like racism or white supremacy or all these different all these different things but but in my mind the fact the fact is that we all are spirits we all are human beings yeah and and um that can be hard to swallow i think sometimes Many people think if you say that, that you're disregarding all of the terrible things that have happened in history and that are happening now. But that's not the case. And I I think it's a powerful reminder that we're all all human beings. Um, And like what is it to relate to someone not because of visual cues Mm. uh, but because you understand that this person is also a spirit and if you know you agree with this person is also an expression of, of God but that sounds really poetic yeah. and, and at the same time I, I believe it's real it's just that if you grow up, if you all you hear your entire life is based on your social identity and visual cues how else can we relate to people and you're then suddenly, at 35, someone's telling you that the other person, the other person, because there's all this othering, that they're a human being also. Mm. So I think I think that whole thing could get tricky. You know, I'm sure people can ask questions. I have my own questions. It's always great to unpack something. But if, if, if we're talking about liberation and healing, we're, we're talking about real liberation and healing, then that also has to be a part of the story. It can't just be, it can't just be, um, that, that can't just be omitted.
0: Yeah. It doesn't make sense Yeah, to me. I think we all have to kind of undergo the kind of scrutiny, close scrutiny of our identity within the larger framework. We all have to do the work. And if people don't want to do the work, we can't like say it's their work to do. It's our work to do. It's always our work to do. So mm-hmm. unfortunately... You know, we can't pass the buck, as it were. You know, we can't be like, mm-hmm. oh, they're not doing the work, therefore I won't do the work. No, we all have to do the work. And uh, ultimately, you know, the person I'm talking to, the person we're talking to ourselves, ultimately, is the one who has to do the work. You know, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we can do, the only thing we can do is do our own work. So we can't, like, necessarily expect or demand that other people do their work, you know. So, I mean, it, we can inspire people to do their work, perhaps, but... Mm-hmm. You know, there's only so far we can bring it that, you know, just kind of exude. We can only exude the joy that comes from our work and hope that people yes. will take the cue, you know, and kind of pray yeah. that way. So, yeah, yeah. I, coming off I, that. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Well, I was going to say, yeah, I, I totally hear that because I think I was telling someone else. A lot of the messages sometimes are like changing the world and changing your community. And it's yeah. always external. And it's always like pointing the finger at what someone else could be working on when, yeah, yeah, you're totally right that like the amount of time telling other people to do X, Y, and Z could be like, you know, and I've been thinking, I've been thinking a lot about integrity, like my own self, like integrity, authenticity, because I really care about that. Mm. Um, And you know, all of the work that, that I need to do. I even think, even for energy work, you know, sometimes people are clearing energy because of someone else's energy, when when it's sort of, based on what, what you're saying when we're talking about it, it's like looking at your own energy and your own energy field, um, so anyway.
0: Yeah, and also building off that, I have the question, what gives you joy in your life? What gives you joy?
1: I think what gives me joy is I like I like doing lots of things. Um, I feel like that that keeps me going. That keeps me like in an interesting, fun whirlwind. Um, I think what truly gives me joy. I I don't you know I don't have yet, mm. um, which is like the home part. That's that's yeah. that's the joy. Mm. Oh, i
0: also love traveling traveling is joyful yeah yeah definitely definitely and if they say home is where the heart is so where the where the heart is or where the uh where the heart is yeah so it depends on where you know where you kind of settle yourself where you kind of embody yourself embody your place of being all this kind of thing so um so now also i uh, have the question um you know uh We talked a little bit about insights and how, you know, something that maybe an insight you had in the past, do you feel you've mastered now? So, an insight you had in the past that you were struggling with that you feel you mastered now. What lessons have you learned that you've taken to heart?
1: That you feel like you really mastered? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't, I
1: wouldn't say I mastered it, but I I think I recognize it now. I recognize the, the importance of communication and although in some situations um so it's like two things it's understanding that I can choose and then understanding the importance of communication. Um so you know I think I think communication communication is so central to life. It's like everywhere. It's in our bodies, it's in like red light, green lights, it's you're at work. Communication is, is everywhere. And so I think growing up, you know, once I start having issues with communication or, or you know, a lot of situations just end up tracing back to communication challenges. And so at some point in life, I was like, I I also realized, yeah, like you can choose to do X, Y, and Z. I think that's also another lesson, like this idea of choosing. Um, choosing reactions making decisions and so i'll be honest in some situations i'll choose to be like actually no i don't like this and this is how i'm going to respond yeah sure i could have responded this way but like i'm really irritated so no i'm going to respond this way but it's just the fact that i recognize that i had the choice to go in different directions with my response um and
0: so are you saying I, you're choosing to like not follow expectations right you're saying basically you're choosing not to like conform to the expectation of the person you're talking to like or something like that or, those well, or is that what you're saying i'm trying, trying to try understand how can i recontextualize how can i restate what you're saying yeah so is oh how would you state? I'm, i mean like the the relationship between
1: choice and communication um. First, like understanding my choice to be able to respond in different ways, which is a part of communication, and I was just saying, like, just being honest that there's been times where I've I've stopped myself, I've paused, and I said, I could respond this way or this way or this way, oh, yeah. and maybe I've responded where I, I it was like, like actually no, I wanna I kind of wanna confront this. Yeah. Okay,
0: um, yeah. Have that courageous so, conversation how that difficult conversation right you say? yeah sometimes oh it
1: must be a, some, a little bit sometimes, bad, right? yeah that's
0: yeah. No,
1: okay
0: yeah. but what were you going to say no i was saying about uh having that courageous or difficult conversation seems to be the theme right having that difficult conversation or having that you know choosing to lean into the uncomfortable spaces that we inhabit during communication, rather than avoid or ignore, is what I'm hearing. Would you say that's true?
1: I think there's so many different ways to respond, um, yeah. and I—that's something that I could think about more. I yeah. think it's just maybe it's maybe it's. I think I'm really interested in like how choice and communication interact with each other. Because sometimes you could, someone could really make you upset, and maybe you're not like, "Oh, it's okay." Maybe you're like, "Hey, that was actually really rude," or, you know, it's it's all even. I feel like it even goes deeper because then it's about your emotions. You know, a lot of communication situations it's not cut and dry. You know, if we were all robots and could just be like, "That's okay," (laughs) (laughs) "That's all right," but it's like we're emotional beings
0: yeah
1: so you're also kind of contending with your emotions and making space for your emotions oops so that's why i kind of i note it's interesting to see communication skills on job applications because <laughs> because i feel like um i think sometimes even even jobs that are asking that employees have communication skills don't always themselves have communication skills.
0: Yeah, yeah. It depends on how we define communication because communication. There's such a there's such a um, you know, emphasis on oral and written communication. Like you be able to express yourself both in written language and orally and all that kind of thing. But like it, it doesn't. It just seems so like dry. You know, like the way people. Process that is like oh I can I can grammatically I can be grammatically correct or I can be like you know speak eloquently but you know really it has to do with emotional intelligence though your ability to yeah. process your emotions process correctly you know be able to communicate clearly you know have those difficult conversations have those kind of you know kind of confronting the real issues underlying our communication all this kind of thing so but um. Yeah, I mean, uh, it has to do with just kind of confronting the reality that's there, you know.
1: Yeah, and sometimes that's super awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. And also, one of the questions has to do with this is something question I've been trying to field out or think out myself. That uh, so, you're it, it kind of has a lot of assumptions underneath it, but the question is, what converted or would convert you to another point of view? Or perhaps convince you to take a different road than the one you were on or are on. So are you open basically it has to do with are you open to being persuaded against views that you hold or do you feel and in what way have you been persuaded against a view that you used to hold that you now don't hold? You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's clear. That's so interesting. Yeah.
1: I think I think um well I have to bring up that I was I was raised in church. So I was raised in a really heavy. Christian household. Both my grandparents were pastors. Are pastors. Um, There's other pastors in my family. So it's like heavy. And um, yeah. You hear all these messages. In church. And in my experience. Everyone outside of church. Is like a, a sinner. And all sorts of things. So what did it for me was. Art, open art, has opened. Art has changed my beliefs, and also once I once I start being around different people, you start realizing that everyone believes differently. So then, in my mind, I'm like, you can believe in whatever you want.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it's and at my, this point, I'm not trying to. I guess especially with religion. Um, like trying to find the ultimate path or the ultimate, the ultimate truth, because I'm I'm realizing that people are believing whatever they want to believe, and also I feel like this is this maybe I kind of hesitate to say this because I don't want it to be harmful, but I my cha- my beliefs have been so challenged and. So disrupted at this at this point, I'm just like people can believe whatever they want to believe. Yeah, and that right there mm. is is shook me because if I wanted to believe in angels, which I do, it's because I want to believe in angels, and I've had my beliefs,
0: mm.
1: so, you know, challenged to its to the core, um, and where to the point I'm like, where it's like. You might as well just decide what you believe in, so you can have a steady, steady foundation of beliefs. Otherwise, if you're kind of like like all over, like you know, all over the place, that can be a place where you're confused, where you're you're scared. And um, but you know, but but I am open to hearing people, people's uh, other people's thoughts, other people's political views. I've heard all sorts of things, all sorts of things, which is why. Which is why I'm just like, wow, I literally, there's millions of people around the world and people have their own beliefs. And it's just, I feel like the best thing I can do is to listen and be curious.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that, um, you know, when it comes to beliefs, uh, you know, we have to also clarify, you know, for myself at least, what do we mean by belief? And that sometimes means just like, um, for me, at least I would define that as like accepting something is true that that is neither true nor not true like in other words it has no truth value and we just choose that it's true so like that in that sense it's like since the belief since the content of the belief has no actual truth value is neither true nor is it not true we have to respect the fact that we can choose to believe whether it's true or not true so we can choose you know that it's not true, and that's equally valid a belief as choosing it's true. So ultimately, it has to come down to kind of our word action, or action, our physical action. Uh, and, you know, our thought action is more ambiguity in, but, you know, with word action and thought and physical action, when we actually have observable behavior, we're like, that's where we have to kind of think about what impact does our observable behavior have on others, as opposed to what are my thoughts? You know, like that's like deeper. But whatever, whatever thought action you're doing, you know, we should we should you're only accountable to yourself for. You know, we're, we're only accountable for ourselves for. So I mean, the thoughts I have, I'm only accountable to myself for. So I don't need to like justify why I believe certain things. To other people but at the same time you know the way we're behaving towards other people is more important and the kind of impact it's having as you're saying about emotional impacts and uh you know psychological impacts whether or not we're being we're fostering a kind of environment in which you know we're healing and we're kind of joyous and we're kind of you know we're connecting all that kind of thing yeah yeah so as we start to wind down yeah, yeah go ahead go ahead yeah
1: that, yeah that's that's the question: Is is this space, or is is this really created for healing? And yeah. do like, you know, sometimes this this might rub people the wrong way. But like, what are our ideas of healing? Um, because of the way that we conceive of healing um, is probably shaping how we're how we're moving toward it. But yeah, I was also gonna say. I, our, our our upbringings i don't know about you like yeah. how our upbringings impact our, our beliefs and our behavior and it's just like i think it's just thinking it's that point where like oh i've been shaped all this time and now i'm realizing oh i can choose and i know for some people they can't choose i don't want it to seem like you can just choose yeah but but it's just like yeah and, and yeah and you that's a really great point about like what how hap- how do your beliefs translate into how you treat other people yeah. or how you
0: treat the, the birth yeah exactly exactly so uh, i just want to quickly say if you live in new york city and run for either fun or exercise here's a way to learn something about the city or we're getting your workout city to running tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind new york city takes pride in diversity and character of its tours Designed with locals in mind, New York City takes, um, you know, so these young tours of opportunity, the history of a neighborhood, and get personal recommendations from your guide. True, tour of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For information about the running tours, see them list those neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check their website at cityrunningtours.com slash New York City and check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. on instagram.com slash cityrunningtours. So I had a quick couple announcements. Also, um, Ready for Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. So if you enjoyed this conversation, please uh, consider donating either a monthly page or... Uh, one-time donation at readyforbrooklyn org slash donate. Um, if you're listening to uh, listening to this uh, episode on your computer, you can free yourself up by downloading our apps on Am- on uh, iPhone or Android. So just go to the respective play stores and uh, search for Ready Free Brooklyn, and you can find out about our free apps to listen to the show. Um, Yeah, yeah, so we have about five more minutes left, so we'll continue the conversation to the end, hopefully. Um, So now we were talking a little bit about kind of like those mixed cues and kind of how, you know, kind of like how, you know, we treat other people and all this kind of thing and how, um, you know, it can be interpreted. Are we even in control of how other people interpret our words and actions? And to what extent do we, should we take responsibility for how others interpret our words and actions. So, if we have a clear intention about something, and then it's interpreted differently by the the receiving party, um, you know, to what extent are we responsible or hold ownership for that interpretation? You know, because we are co-creating every interaction. So, you know, this brings up many touchy subjects about how intentionality plays into um, our interactions. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
1: That's so interesting. There's this quote. I forgot where I heard it. Where it's like, you're creating when you don't know you're creating. And that that always has stayed with me. Um, so it's like, yeah, <clears throat> we're, we're just <clears throat> such creative <clears throat> such creative creatures. And, um... I think that, that's, I feel like at this point I'm starting to think that maybe communication isn't like, and now we're like on this trajectory to like master perfect communication. I think now I'm just like, communication may be, communication is like such a a vehicle for lesson learning that I don't even think it's about like, Mastering communication skills as much as it is like how can you improve how you you can get better because I just feel like Throughout our lives. We're going to run into communication challenges and Yeah, that's a really great question. Like you're just living your life maybe you're posting on Instagram or social media or you're organizing some event with this this intention and then it comes off in a completely different way to some run. What do, you, what do you do? Well, first, how do you even know? Half yeah. the time when someone's been offended or or your intention came off, didn't come, didn't translate the way you wanted it to do you? it's like you could hardly even know because the person never yeah. told you you'd have, there's been many situations where someone was feeling a certain way. I had no idea because they didn't tell me and we you know, <laughs> I believe in telepathy but I don't think you can't read people's minds so it's like that's why communication it's so interesting it's just it's everywhere but then it's like it's just you just going about your day then suddenly communication issue
0: yeah 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 it's amazing how we're kind of like you know swimming along and then some people kind of like They understand things differently and uh, in a lot of different ways. So being conscious and and making sure that we're doing as much as we can to kind of bridge that gap is all we can do. And then understanding that there's certain things we have control over and certain things that we simply don't have control over and being able to like glide with that, with that flow is important. You know, being able to adapt to that flow and adapt to the different various flows in our life and various energy flows in our life. Um, I think it's important. So when we feel more in line, when we feel powerful, and the final question would be, um, you know, where, what, what location or what area do you feel most powerful? Like, where do you feel most most powerful? Or what time?
1: This is such an interesting question. I love New York. I love the city, but I know eventually I have to move. Um, but this is also the place where I know most people, where I grew up, where I have my yeah. communities, where there's all these art opportunities. And this is this is actually an elder farmer um, in Brooklyn always says to go where your where your power lies, where you feel empowered. But um, and that's here, I guess. But I'm I'm I hope I'm hoping that there's another place somewhere close where I can equally feel, like, empowered and, you know, um, have a good life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think it's good to, like, be open, to not be fixated on a specific place or, or time, but rather being open to the flow. So last last thought would be where can people follow you on Instagram or, or on uh, anywhere else in any the platform so they can find out more about you and your art?
1: That's great. Well, my website is dancewithsimone.wordpress.com. Um, that's where you can find a lot of my water art, and then I' doing some other project um, related to gardening. You can find me on Instagram at simone.j.johnson. Um, yeah, and just so again, my website is dancewithsimone.wordpress.com, and Thank you, VJ, thanks so much for asking me to join and talking. I enjoyed I enjoyed this whole conversation. Thank I can't you.
0: Say thank, that. you. No, I, right, thank you. you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Alright, take care guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 Alright. <laughs> that was great. Oh, wait, wait.